Does it tell you that I'm recording? Yeah, it does. Okay. Because there's a note that comes up that says, avoid legal snags by telling everyone on the call they're being recorded. Wow, you've never notified me before. I'm suing. Listening to Talking Trash. Presented by That's Garbage Media. Here are your hosts, Matt Troll, Sig, and Snake. <laughs> Good crack. Good crack. What needed another cold one after the weekend? Yeah. Uh, the best part about that cold one it was it is a lemon seltzer, buddy. So that was a that was a fake crack. Oh, you mean a truly? It, no, not a truly. A non-alcoholic oh. seltzer, my friend. Well, apparently those things don't have alcohol in them. Um, that's what the that's what the group on the dock told uh, that, the uh, doc police. The doc yesterday. police. You're right. That's what we'll refer to her as. So what what is this? This is talking trash episode thirty five. I want to say. Let's sounds go with that. Right. It sounds right, KD. KD. I almost said easy money. I almost said KG, buddy. Good call. I had the wrong Kevin in mind. This is the <laughs> KD episode, Easy Money. Obviously, we got Matra and I here, and this is the first time ever. Yeah, I think it, it, this is a big day here in the dump. Uh, we tried this day once before, and I know we've talked about this on previous episodes, but we lost. We we lost the episode. It was a true lost episode that Matra and I did, and. Uh, I think this will be our attempt to maybe recreate some of that and maybe add in a little more as well. Yeah, hopefully NG remembers to record this one. Yeah, it doesn't just dump the recording on us. Yeah, still pretty mad about that, but, you know, you'll have that. So what's up, my brother? How's your weekend? I want to hear all about it. <laughs> pretty good weekend. Uh, like we were talking a minute ago, had had a run-in with some self-appointed doc police yesterday. A uh, nice long drive to cap off the weekend today. A little bit of a struggle, but I made it home. Where were we, Matro? Should we give the location away? We can give the vicinity. We're up near Scranton. Yeah, as soon as we give the location away, that place is just going to blow up. It's going to become a tourism hub. Yeah. But yeah, we were near Scranton. A lake, we'll leave it at a that. A lake near Scranton. And we yeah. had a good time up there. Um, paying the price for it today, most certainly. Today is a Sunday. And tomorrow will be a Monday, and that Monday is going to suck because this Sunday already sucks. Yeah, you know, we actually actually did a pretty good job of getting some shut-eye last night. Turned in kind of early, but still just struggling to, to stay awake today. Yeah, that's kind of pathetic because I was actually so tired. It was, I got to that feeling that I was so tired that I was like, even if I wanted to stay up, I physically couldn't do it. And I'm pretty sure that was like 11.50 at night yeah we were definitely out before midnight yeah i was falling asleep at like 10 30 some of the other fellows fell asleep well before us too yeah credit to us credit to us yeah but i think the biggest struggle is body's a little sore from skidding across the lake a couple times the body yesterday. is most certainly a little sore on my end uh we went jet ski the, or aka the sled with uh a tube off the back 
And I'll tell you what, the first tube we were using, I think was meant to do what we were doing. And, uh, you know, you just kind of hold on to the handles and let your legs drag behind you. That second tube, we attempted to use the donut. I think that tube probably wasn't the best idea for two washed up 26 year olds, 27 and a 26 year old, actually. Yeah, that sucker definitely was not made to go at high speeds. I think, um, I don't know if like the center of gravity just isn't right for that thing, but it was way too easy to just kind of flip it. I think I'll disagree a little bit. It it wasn't so easy to flip it. It was dangerous to flip it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably a better way to put it because there was no, if you were sitting on that thing rather than I did lay on it the one time and survived pretty well, but sitting in it, there was just no good way for you to fall out of that thing. No. And for anyone that's never attempted that, I I guess I've tubed off the back of a boat before too, but I had a particularly difficult time being towed off the back of this um, jet ski. The way I described it was, well, first of all, you can't see because you're just getting blasted in the face by the wake. And it's actually pretty painful if you're not wearing sunglasses, which at one point I lost because I smashed my face off the water and they came off my head. But oh, you mean the, the sunglasses that float? The sunglasses that float with the croquis on them that just sank like a stone? Those ones. <laughs> yeah. I think I would describe it as someone putting you in a car in, like, the passenger seat, putting a blindfold on you, and then just driving towards a brick wall, but it, it's at an <laughs> undisclosed distance. And also, you're not wearing a seat belt. So you're pretty much just waiting to get crushed the entire time as you're blind. And the guy that's operating the jet ski is just trying to punish you. Yeah, you know, one one place I'll disagree with you on that is at least when you hit the water, like the surface breaks, if you're hitting a brick wall, you're you're done for. That's true. <laughs> but it does feel like hitting a brick wall when you first hit the water. Yeah, you know, it's weird. Like I, I've hit the water going, you know, 30, 40 miles per hour before and... um I don't recall being so violently jolted as I was this weekend. And I, obviously yeah. that's why I'm paying the price for being so sore. But I would say basically my all all upper body is pretty much toast at this point. Shoulders specifically. Uh, the neck doesn't feel great. I think I'm a little better off in the head situation than you. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm feeling it the most in the in the neck and the back, uh, two two main reasons. Well, the one time I was sitting on the back of the sled, you know, spotting the person in the tube. I think you were in the tube. And we hit a nice wave, and I just felt like I went off of the seat and came back down and could just feel the wonderful compression in my back. So that one that one feels good. S spinal cord compression. That's, that's smart. Yeah, you'll have that. And then, um, well... In that second tube, you just felt like a rag doll getting tossed around back there. And then I uh, had a pretty good run in with the surface of the water, managed to uh, land on the back of my head. Uh, didn't feel great. We were probably going 35, 40 miles an hour. Oh, yeah. Uh, but you know what? I, I got up and walked away, or should I say swam away after that, unscathed. Had a little bit of a headache, but shook it off. Yeah, I don't know. I'm still not convinced you were unscathed, buddy. I was operating as the spotter in that scenario. And first and foremost, let me congratulate you on the most historic 
run in the history of tubing because that probably took five more minutes than it should have for you to fall off there. <laughs> I mean, we were doing everything we could to to murder you and you just would not come off the tube. But when you did, um, that was a violent collision. And uh, <laughs> I'll just say that your eyes didn't look the same after I spoke to you after the collision as they did before. Like, you looked pretty glossed over. I had... I'm not going to lie. I had some concerns over concussion protocol at that point. Yeah, I think you did put me through the concussion test. Um, I think I think I slipped past it, but I really wish uh, I wish we would have gotten that on video. I'd love to see just <laughs> me just getting tossed. <laughs> yeah, and but you did cure yourself when we so we ended up swimming back to the dock after that. You know, shook it off, and then um, you cured it with a, a cold one, I believe was your medicinal uh yeah. practice yeah that always does the trick yeah that's you said that's all you needed was a cold one <laughs> but that's when the doc police showed up and uh they were not as fond of the cold ones as we were i guess yeah that lady was just on a power trip the self-appointed doc police that was an we'll all-time power again. trip I, she actually had me convinced she was the owner of that dock until the the kid that lived there informed us that she was not and she was just another regular person yeah what do we got just a concerned citizen here or yeah just a hardo uh a little bit of both but i i she would probably refer to herself as a concerned citizen she might go letter to the editor in the local newspaper about us there's gonna be a full-time security guard patrolling that dock (laughs) next time we're there that public dock that she was policing Great weekend, though. Uh, another one for the books. I think that's it. Any introductory? Yeah. I mean, the hotline got hit with that happy birthday. Happy birthday, Berg. Not sure yeah, what that was, that was about, but that was notable. That was kind of bizarre. Yep, not sure if that was intended or not. I got a voicemail the other night to it as well. Uh, haven't even listened to it, so maybe that'll well, prove to be something. Maybe it's just Rodney. Let's give it a listen. Let's give it a listen, brother. You want me to try and fire it? <laughs> yeah. Let me see if it even works. I feel like I had trouble trying to play this last time. It could be a telemarketer, to be honest. <laughs> I swear to God, I had not listened to that before I played it there. Wow, that's great. What did you take from that? Uh, I think we got a new listener somewhere overseas. <laughs> I, I concur. Uh, talking trash is going international, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, transcription not available. We might yeah. need to get a translator, but I'll just say for now that uh, whoever that caller was, I agree with you, and we're going to look into it next week. Yeah, we should probably run that through like Google. Doesn't Google have a translator? I don't know if you can do it with um, sound, though. Yeah, I'm not sure. We'll okay, we'll okay, on it. Yeah, yeah. That was good, though. That was that was notable after all. I'm really glad that we got to the bottom of that one. All right, now I think it's time for segments. So I think we do want to run through some of the segments from the Lost episode. But before we do that, I think I want to get to the new segment that we're going to introduce here. I don't really have a name for it. I think it's just going to be People You Hate. People you hate. People you right. hate. Um, people you hate is going to be all about 
the your top three most hated people in various settings. So, for example, this week we're introducing this people you hate segment, and we're going to do people you hate most on the highway, correct? On the yeah. road in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fortunately, you and I both got some windshield time today, so I can... I can rattle off a few of these, and I think you have some too. Yeah, yeah, I got a couple lined up. All right. <laughs> I'm hoping we have some common ones here. Yeah, I'm sure we probably will. Okay. Let's hear, let's hear what you got. All right, I'm going to start. This isn't my favorite by any means, but I think I'll just start with this one to to ease things off here. I had trouble with this today, actually. I don't know about you, Matro, but whenever I drive, I'm pretty much like on – on a highway specifically, I'm pretty much reserved to just using cruise control. Like I'm yep. going to look at the the speed limit and I'm going to say, okay, the speed limit's 55. I'm just going to drive nine over. I'll drive 64. I pretty much do that in every scenario ever on the highway. Uh, my reasoning is obviously because I think that's as fast as I can comfortably drive without getting pulled over. I usually go like six over yeah that's safer i just don't think i've heard a story of anyone getting pulled over doing less than 10 over that's my reasoning but anyway um i bring this one up because i want to call out the guy that enters a new speed limit zone and doesn't adjust his speed one (laughs) percent still just cruising or yeah, which going I f- way too fast. Correct. Yeah, I feel like 99% of the population does that. So if I'm in a 65 and it reduces down to 55, you can bet your ass I'm going to slow my speed by exactly 10 miles per hour. But I feel like all the surrounding cars don't budge. <laughs> and that it drives me up a wall, man. That That is one of my three least favorite people on the road. Yeah, that, that's a good one. I agree with you on that. All right, what do you got? My first one, uh, kind of on a similar topic with speed. Um, I hate the person who you're driving along in the right lane, of course, because you're a, an upstanding citizen. You pass them, you know, go to the left lane, get back into the right lane, and then they proceed to speed up and pass you. Got it. Got it as well. I speed think, up and pass you and then move back over in front of you and then slow down. Yes. <laughs> I have that as um, defensive about being past guy on my list. <laughs> I think that's what's going on there. Yeah. Yeah. That has always blown my mind as well. Yeah. And I'm going to kind of make this a twofer. So kind of hand in hand here is the person who, when you move over into the left lane to pass them, they speed up. Yes. Same thing. <laughs> I had a truck today. I was, as I was in the left lane, you know, slowly passing by him or approaching him, I'll say, he decided for whatever reason that he needed to go left lane at that instant and cut me off. And as he shifted left lane, I shifted right lane and actually got around him on the right and then dove back out in front of him on the left. It felt, yeah, it felt very good. A truck driver should just be honorary on the list in general. Those guys are absolutely atrocious to be around. Well, you know, that kind of that kind of leads into my second one is yeah. truck drivers who drive one in the left lane, one in the right lane, and just block the whole highway. Oh, love it. 
just going the exact same speed, usually under the speed limit. And just one won't speed up or slow down to let the other one, you know, get out of the whichever lane. I don't even care. If you get out of the right lane so I can go in the right lane, that's fine. Just quit blocking the whole road. Quit taking up both lanes. Yes, that's a great call. Um, I guess board truck driver guys, that's what you would call that. Also, when the board truck driver guys box people in, that's another maneuver they like. Oh, yeah. You can't beat a good box in on the highway. That's a pretty low-stress situation. <laughs> yeah, especially like if it's super windy and you're just watching the trucks like get blown a little bit. Yeah. Just all over the road. Yeah. Yeah. That always makes you feel good. Yes. Love that. I also have, so getting away from the trucks, I have, doesn't understand what the turn signal is person. Oh yeah. Um, this is a PSA, I guess more than anything, just so everyone knows the turn signal is not for your own personal uh, use it's actually to inform the surrounding drivers what your next maneuver is so i i notice this a lot in the city especially people are putting on their turn signal as they're beginning their turn uh kind of defeats the whole purpose of the turn signal <laughs> yeah i i guess i i'm just now learning that the turn signal isn't just to let myself and my passengers know where I'm going. Yeah. So that's news to me. But Yeah, I think much some of, people think that's just the first step of steering the wheel is that you have to press it one way or the other to actually uh, engage the turn. It, uh, it is, in fact, um, to notify other people what you're doing. Yeah, that's a, that's a good thing to know. Hopefully word will start to spread uh, to other people who also didn't know that. Yeah, I hope so too. Maybe that should become a question on the permit test. Is the turn signal for your personal use as the driver or for other drivers? Yeah, I like that question a lot. Who's benefiting most from the turn signal? And then it should a, just be A, U, B, other drivers? It really C, doesn't... pedestrians. Oh, okay. We're doing A through D. D, B, and C. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I forgot about that multiple choice option where they used to get that on exams and whatnot. Whenever I saw that thing, I always wanted to pick it. B and C. Yeah, that was always a that was a terrible trick. Or or the one where it's like A, B, C, and then like A and C, and then like E would be B and A, but not C. And possibly D. Yeah, at that point, you're just flipping a coin. <laughs> you can't follow the just the logic in general, and it's too confusing. Yeah, you're just closing your eyes and filling in a bubble. <laughs> yeah, agreed. I, I'll throw one last one in here on my top three. Um, I'm putting the guy that uses the construction lane. Like, you'll see a sign, construction lane ending, a lot of the times you'll get like a nice big yellow arrow pointing one direction, basically saying, hey, get the hell out of this lane. Guy that uses that lane to advance his uh, progress ahead of the line, that guy should... I could go too far with this. I'll just say <laughs> that guy should probably get a ticket. He should probably be fined. Yeah, those, those people... Um... Those people can go somewhere 
that I won't mention. Yes. <laughs> and that doesn't just apply to construction zones either. Just like in general, people that use like a turning lane to pass like 400 cars and then try and sneak back into the straight line, that, that shit boils my blood, man. Yeah. Yeah. I hate that. I think I'm, I have a third one that I can throw out quickly, but I just completely agree with your third one so much that I'll make mine like 3A or 3B or okay. something. Yeah. And I think you're probably going to agree with this one. Everybody should agree with this one or they can also go to a special place. Um, but anybody who's just cruising in the left lane, <laughs> oh, get off the road. That's a, that's, I'm glad you said that. Yes, get off the road. It's just, that's a gimme. That's a gimme. I, I do have that at the top of my list, and I didn't even do it because that's just kind of a, I mean, that's just, I think everyone's on board with that. If you're driving in the left lane and there's no one around you, what the flying Touchdown! are you doing? <laughs> what is the purpose of that move? Yeah, I I don't get Can it. Can we put that those, question on the driver's test too? Those people need to retake their driver's test. Yes. And it should just say another multiple choice. Here's a scenario where there's no one around you. Which lane should you be in? And if you answer left, which apparently like 5% of the population would answer left because that's probably a good rule of thumb as to what I see on the highway. Uh, that person just goes on a list and can't get a license ever, right? I like that. Your your choices are A, wait, what's what's the question again? If there's nobody around, what lane should you be in? Yes. So I guess that we'll just really put A, left lane, B, right lane, C, either, D, none of the above. I was going to say A, left lane, B, right lane, C, right lane, D, if you picked A, you failed the test. <laughs> D, if you picked A, head on home because you're never getting a license ever. <laughs> Maybe next time. Yeah, in my opinion, there is no next time. That, that That's a good Just, call. You needed to throw that in the list. That is the all-time uh, worst guy on the road. Yeah, I agree. All right, I like it. We'll keep, try and keep that going. We'll we'll come up with another one next week. I kind of want to do airport and flights. I think I think we could probably go to town on that. And I know Ziggy has some good uh, airline travel stories, so I'm sure he'd love to get in on that too. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to do that one when he's on. One of my favorite all-time quotes of Zig's is when he was telling us about that. I think it was like a layover or something in Chicago, and. One, you or I asked him, like, oh, so you missed the flight? And he just goes, I didn't miss the flight. You know, United Airlines <laughs> screwed up my flight <laughs> because he said he was standing there with that group of people and they were all trying to get the same connecting plane and they let it take off before they could get there or something. That's just one of my all-time favorites. I didn't miss the flight. <laughs> United <laughs> Airlines screwed up the flight. Yeah, that that's a great quote. Just taking no responsibility, which, I mean, it sounds like it was not his fault at yeah, all. Yeah, I'm going to have to ask him about that again. We'll make a determination on that. Um, so let's get into a segment that we did on the legitimate lost episode. Uh, this is, oh, I, I did a bitch of the week that weekend myself because I Ooh. must have, um, oh, okay, I had dinner 
and uh, I think I had like a plate of pasta or something, grabbed myself a brewski and grabbed myself a water, ended up drinking the water, did not touch the brewski. <laughs> Couldn't do it. I must have been too hung at the time or something. So bitch of the week me. I like it. So, well, <clears throat> I'm going to go bitch of the week you again because oh, you went with the the fake can crack. Yeah, that's a good call. I just chickened out again. <laughs> Lemon seltzer. Here we are again on a Sunday and uh, it's uh, officially drinking time. The old Sunday scaries and I just cracked myself a lemon seltzer. That's a good call. I mean, I could easily be like the weekly bitch of the week because I've never once had a cold one during recording. Yeah, you shouldn't have just tossed yourself under the bus like that, bud. Yeah, well. All right, that episode you do where you bank the material and you finally unleash it all, I think you have to drink a case during the episode. A case? Do I have all day? You have all day to drink all day IPA. Set yourself back for like a week straight by drinking a yeah. case of beer. Let's, we'll knock it down to 15. We'll do a one pack of all day IPA. Consider it. Right. I think I could do that. All right. Labor Day weekend? Yeah, there you go. All right. I like it. Pencil that in. Oh, I like this one. This will test your memory, buddy. This is a sports trivia. Oh, Brett Favre. Oh, very good. Brett Favre. <laughs> How many times did he throw for 500 yards? Oh, man, I don't remember. Oh. Uh, four. Nope, that's his number. So it couldn't have been that. It's four. it's on his jersey. No, it's not four, buddy. It's zero. All right. I was a little off. Yeah, remember that one? That was a mind blower. And then how many QBs have ever thrown for 500 yards in a single game? Four. Close. One less. Three. Yes, it is three. And I think you named all of these guys. Can you do it again? I think I missed one. I know Big Ben is one. He's the leader. He he did it three times. He's one. Isn't Tom Brady one? Correct. He did it twice. I think he's the one I missed last time. And Drew Brees? Yeah, nailed it. Drew Brees and Tom Brady twice, and Big Ben has done it three times. So good memory there. The other sports trivia I asked you, and this is good too, true or false, a bowling ball can be made such that it will actually float in water. True. That 12 true. pounds. I didn't write. <laughs> you're jumping ahead of the question on me. <laughs> so at what weight will the bowling ball start to float? I think you're right. I believe it was 12 pounds. I didn't even write it down. Let's just say it was 12 pounds. Yeah, I think it was like 10 or 12, because I remember saying it was like 4 or 6 yeah, or something and being pretty guess. confused. Yeah. I still don't believe that. I don't know where you're at on that, but if I had a 12-pound bowling ball, that's still pretty damn heavy. I don't see why that thing wouldn't just sink. I'm going to make a trip to Goodwill every day between now and Labor Day to see if I can get my hands on a 10-pound and a 12-pound bowling ball <laughs> and... uh just do some bobbing with the bowling ball. Okay. Are you filling up your kitchen sink or are you taking this to the lake? I'm taking it to the lake. Okay. Just do some bobbing with the bowling ball. I like it. Yep. Yep. All right. Um, there's another question I think you did well with. This is geopolitical trivia. And I asked you, when was the Great Depression? Oh, it was like the late 20s. 
until I think it was like 1929 until it lasted a long time into the, well, into the thirties wouldn't be that long. (laughs) Um, wasn't it like even into the forties, like early forties we determined? Yeah. I think it depends exactly who you ask, but, um, like here's a history.com article that is classifying the end of it as 1939. So yeah. 10 years. 10 years. Not bad. No, not bad. And then the follow-up question was who were the presidents during it? Again, did not write down the answer. Oh man. I think FDR, he didn't lead us into the depression. I think he was fighting it. Maybe at the, yeah. In the middle or the end. And then, God, who but took us? We also t- decided that FDR was in there for like 15 years, wasn't he? Something like that. Maybe 12. So let me take a look again. And then I think we got into World War II also. I know Truman dropped the uh, atomic bombs. Who? Yeah. Okay. So I got the line up here in front of me. Is there a chance that you correctly guessed Calvin Coolidge? No, no way. Guess that. Okay, so he was in there March of nineteen twenty nine. So I guess right at the start. That's or sorry, that's when he stopped serving. Was March fourth, nineteen twenty nine. So I guess. And then was it FDR? No, there's one in between there. Four year stint by Herbert Hoover. Ah, our buddy Herbert. Herbert Hoover. Yeah, that's right. Podcast favorite. And then it was F- <laughs> for no good reason at all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no good reason. I think he was a fake quote or something, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, FDR was 1933 to 1945, died in office. So he polio. Oh yeah, I think he had. He was in a wheelchair. Good nugget there. Oh, can I also make a correction? I think it was last week's episode. Yeah, last week's last episode, I said that Tony Gwynn didn't chew. That was false. That guy chewed, and that's probably why he got the mouth cancer. So, that would, yeah, that would explain it. Yeah, that was a dumb statement by me. So sorry about that. He definitely chewed. Um, but yeah, so we got uh, FDR running things from thirty-three to forty-five. So that would probably be the most correct answer. So another good one. My dead or alive's at the time, I think it was the anniversary of the moon landing. I gave you Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin. DOAs on those two. Man. I don't remember what I answered before, and I don't remember <laughs> the answers. I'm going to say, man. For some reason, I want to say one of them is dead. And one's alive, but I couldn't tell you which. But I also kind of want to say they're both alive. So I'm just going to say they're both alive. All right. Um, Buzz Aldrin is indeed alive. He's 89 years old. Neil Armstrong's dead. I'm like 99% sure. Let me look. He died in 2012. Neil Armstrong did. All right. And then I think we started talking about the third guy a little bit. Um, Obviously, I can't tell you his name. You don't know his name, do you? No, I don't remember. I could find it. Third guy, moon <laughs> landing. Yeah, Michael Collins flew the command module. Phil Collins. Phil Collins. Banging away on the drums up there. Yep. 
<laughs> Did you think I actually said Phil? No. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I said Michael. Michael Collins appears to be alive, buddy. So maybe Ooh. that's what you were thinking of. Maybe. I don't know. 88 years old. Hey, good for him. Yeah. Scrub City. Nobody knows who he is. <laughs> Just call him the guy that flew the command module <laughs> Scrub City. <laughs> The dumbest thing I did this week. Yeah, that's hilarious. Bitch of the week, Michael Collins. Figure it didn't out. Didn't even dude. didn't even get out of the freaking ship. Yeah. Actually, I don't know if that's true or not. No, I think you're right. I don't think he got to step on the moon. Because someone obviously has to stay back at the ship while the other two are on the moon. I don't think they so can he, just like park it and take the keys, you know? So he technically wasn't the third person on the moon. <sighs> I mean, that module probably landed, right? The guys didn't just, like, jump but down. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. So it just depends on what your definition is. Well, let's get some conspiracy theorists on here that say the moon landing was fake. Yeah, true. So did any of these guys even touch the moon? Plot twist. Maybe not. Yep, so that's moon landing, and that's DOA. Uh, the last one I want to give you here is a literal lyrics. The Way I Are by Timbaland and Carrie Hilson. Yeah, yeah. The whole literal lyrics must have just been that I thought it was fascinating that this guy was so broke that he actually had no money, no car. Financially, must be in such bad position that he can't afford some $10 flowers. So that's impressive in itself. Must have a uh, good financial advisor. Well, I think we're going to pop this back on here. And I'm not sure if... I don't think this is a financial advisor type guy. Listen to this next line here. Okay, so this guy, I don't know, must have got just effed up some credit cards. Because at this point in time, he has no visa, no AmExpress, and also mentioned that he can't travel, that he can't go anywhere exotic. So I had noted down possible parole violations as well. <laughs> do you want to wow. give him any sort of advice here? What does this guy with no money, no rig, um, no credit cards, what, what, what steps should he be taking next? He needs to build credit, right? Well, the the biggest piece of advice I have is actually not for him, but for the IRS. They should probably audit this guy because <laughs> um, he's probably just bringing in wads of cash that he's not um, reporting all of. So <laughs> That's a great send this point. guy. How is he get this guy afloat? for tax fraud? <laughs> yeah, this has uh, got tax fraud <laughs> written all over it. <laughs> yeah, so IRS, when you hear this. Go knocking on Timberland's door. I like that piece of advice. I, I hope someone from the IRS is listening right now. I think 
the fascinating part about the song was that um, I, Carrie Hilson just overlooked all this stuff, and I, I believe they got together in the song at least. Wow. Well, she's definitely not a gold digger. <laughs> Confirmed. Confirmed. <laughs> the guy with zero dollars. And again, I don't understand how he's actually functioning or just living day to day without a credit card or physical cash. That seems like that'd be difficult. But like you yeah, said, yeah, might be might be a little tough. A little tax fraud situation going on there. I think. <laughs> Alert the authorities. Yes. Let's put him on the on the watch list. Yeah, send that send that guy in. He's one of my annual checkups. You're using one. I mean, whatever he's doing isn't legal. We know that. It it actually can't be legal. Yeah, we came up with somebody else to put on the list over the weekend too, but now I can't remember who. Probably that lady that was giving us all the trouble in the dock. Yeah, maybe that's it. No, it wasn't that. I don't. I, I vaguely remember it as well. I think that's all. Pretty much the the throwback lost episode segments. I do have a new, you'll have that, that you and I actually both experienced this rainstorm somewhat on the way back to our respective houses today. Just your classic, just absolute blast of heavy rain for a short duration of time. At least that's what I experienced. But when you're driving like more than 10 miles per hour, you just can't see shit. You got the wipers going as hard as you can and uh, pretty dangerous roadway conditions in general. But I have a, you'll have that here. When I got into the city, I saw this truck going the opposite direction. Guy decided it was furniture moving day. He had two large leather couches in the back of his truck. Oh, oh no, no tarp or anything. <laughs> no, no need for cover. I guess he was probably as surprised as I was at the spontaneous torrential downpour that was short lived. I mean, relatively short lived. I think it was, like I said, maybe 10 minutes, but I don't think your leather couches can take on 10 minutes of heavy rain like that. <laughs> I'm going to assume he's going to run into some problems when he tries to put those to use. I would I would head back to the store and say, um, you guys sold me some waterlogged furniture. I'd uh, like my money back. <laughs> Not damp furniture, but actually waterlogged. Like it was <laughs> submerged in water for a long period of time. Yeah, it might be a little heavier than when you first took it out of the store. <laughs> yeah. And the guy that's managing the store might say, well, we don't sell any couches that color. And then you can explain to him that, well... That the shade of dark really comes out when you just dip these in a pond of water. I didn't realize how wet they were when I sat on them at the store. <laughs> that should go over well. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm going, uh, you'll have that to just move in a bunch of shit and either not looking at the forecast or getting something in the forecast that was not called for. Or even just spending the like twenty bucks or whatever to get a U-Haul, like some <laughs> yeah. sort of box truck. Probably shouldn't have been using his pickup truck. Or if you want to use your pickup truck, like you said, just toss a tarp over it. You know? <laughs> yeah, not that difficult. <laughs> no, probably a better safe than sorry situation before you go ruining like a grand worth of furniture. Just swing by Lowe's and grab that five dollar tarp next time. Yeah. 
good good move life pro tip for all the garbage heads out there yeah that is that's a little bit of a life pro tip too all right so let's uh let's get into super colds of the week here before we wrap things up cheers ladies and gentlemen it's a Coors Light we got a reg on it as well we're pulling super colds all day okay cheers ladies and gentlemen super colds of the week uh why don't you kick us off Matro? All right, so try to try to brew last night. Not necessarily my favorite brew I've ever had, but just wanted to mention it. It's a Sunrise Orange IPA brewed by Susquehanna Brewing Company in Pittston, PA. I think it was brewed especially for this Grotto Pizza where we were. Um, Which is apparently a, a local favorite. It's a pretty big deal up there, I think, Matril. Grotto Pizza. There aren't many options. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good point. Um, Susquehanna Brewery, that would, you would tend to think that's a pretty small operation, right? What's the exclusivity of that brew? Well, all right. So, just like to point out that Snake and I are a member of the 50 check in club for the Sunrise Orange (laughs) IPA. Has 50 check-ins on Untapped, but I did just look at Susquehanna Brewing Company, and it says that they have 227 beers on Untapped. It doesn't sound like that small of an operation to me. No, they must be making some brew. They must have the excess capacity to brew this <laughs> not so great Sunrise Orange IPA for the 50 people that live on this lake. Yeah, and those are all the 50 check-ins right there. <laughs> And we're two of them. Yes. We are 4% of the check-ins on that beer. I like it. Well, what was your overall take on the beer? I'll give you mine with one word. I don't even I don't even know. I, it was fine. Yeah. My one word uh, review is going to be, eh. <laughs> That's it. Eh. It was fine. Eh. It was fine. Four words. <laughs> All right. I like it. Yeah, so that was a pretty uh, outstanding review. I'm sure a lot of people want to try that beer now. Yeah, just gave it a raving review. <laughs> raving review, plus there's like one place on earth in the middle of Pennsylvania that you'll never go to where you could drink it. Yeah, um, Susquehanna Brewing Company actually just sent me an email that they want to sponsor the podcast. Oh, perfect. I'm glad you brought that one up. Uh, I wanted to give you a super cold of the week because I was recently in Portland, Oregon, and I could pick from any number of beers out there. I think all in all I tried maybe around 40 different ones over the few days I was out there. (laughs) That's not too bad. No, I was, you know, I was doing it right. I was going flights, uh, smallest portions I could get my hands on, just trying to, you know, juice the numbers here. But I think one of my favorites was... I don't know if I've ever tried one of these until just the other week. A malted milkshake IPA by Full Sail Brewing Company, which is, was that in Washington or Oregon? That was in Oregon. I think it was Hood River. I'll just say that although that sounds a little odd, it was actually quite delicious, and it had a pretty strong hint of like a vanilla milkshake at the end of it. Huh. Yeah, I haven't gotten my hands on one of these milkshake IPAs yet. Yeah, pretty sure that was my first one, but Ziggy has told us about those in the past. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, I got to try one. Yeah, and then I wanted to mention 
you might not even have caught this, but did you see a small exchange I had with Zig telling him about um, an allergic reaction I had in my <laughs> mouth? Yeah. Okay, so I recently went to the doctor, which is just a shock in itself, but I did like the a physical or whatever and just kind of was discussing with my doctor that I take allergy pills all summer. Like I literally was taking one Allegra a day and sometimes my allergies would still suck. That's just the way it's been my whole life. And he suggested that any like congestion I was feeling was probably caused by the Allegra and it wasn't actually helping. And he prescribed me a new allergy medicine. So I got the prescription for it and I took it for like two or three days and then I noticed that my tongue was like starting to feel really raw and swollen. So I was like, oh shit, I'm allergic to something. Hadn't eaten anything different. So I was texting Zig, also reached out to Trav and both of them came back and told me to stop taking the allergy pill and that they were in disbelief that I could be allergic to an allergy pill. But that's the only thing I could point to. I guess this would almost even fall into dumbest thing of the week because what I actually ended up determining was that I recently changed toothpaste. And the toothpaste I used produced like 50 canker sores in my mouth. So the first <laughs> couple of days in Portland, I couldn't eat or drink anything really. Wow, sounds like a good trip. Yeah, it was going really well. And then um, at some point I just Googled something and this one person was like, yeah, just put a bunch of baking soda in your mouth and it's going to be the worst feeling ever, but it'll like burn off any uh, sores in your mouth. And it, it seemed to work pretty well, but it wasn't a lot of fun. But I was willing to go the extra mile just to get just to get back in the swing of things and try some beers. Yeah, I've never heard of something like that. The toothpaste causing some issues. Yeah, it was pretty wild, but it was um, it was like a Sensodyne toothpaste, which is for like sensitive teeth. And once I started, like I finally made the connection. I was like, oh, I did change my toothpaste. Maybe that did it. Looked at the reviews and literally if the person didn't give it a five star in the review, they were giving it a one star and they were bitching about how many canker sores they got. So I'm not in an exclusive club here. Apparently, this is like really hit or miss with this toothpaste. Wow. So I'm glad I got to the bottom of it, but it did almost ruin the whole Portland thing. Yeah, those suckers hurt when you get one. Yep. I had no less than 40, I would say. Wow. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, remind me not to try Sensodyne toothpaste. (laughs) Well, you might love it or you might hate it like I do. I was thinking about just when I originally thought it was the allergy pill, I was seriously ready to go anti-vax, natural. I was I was never no. going to trust the doctor again. No way. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I was going to go that far, but I was pretty pissed at my doctor. I was like, how the hell could he prescribe me an allergy pill that I'm allergic to? But uh, he's off the hot seat. It was the toothpaste. Off the hot seat. All right. That guy's probably breathing a sigh of relief. Yeah, I'm sure he is right now. Yeah. All right. So I, I wanted to get that out there. Uh, I'm sure Zig will get a kick out of that too because I was telling him my symptoms and whatnot and he was being helpful, but turns out I was just leading him down a down a rabbit hole in the wrong direction. 
You'll have that. You'll have that. So now I think, uh, what do we got? Dumbest thing of the week? We could just pick a number of things from this weekend, I guess, huh? Yeah, you know, I can't think of one in particular. Um, Yeah, I don't know if I can either, really. Uh, We had a pretty stupid interaction when we left up there this morning when we were talking (laughs) and I got into my car. You were standing on my passenger side of the car. I was standing on the driver's side. We were both literally just about to depart. And as we were talking, I got into my car to continue the conversation and just talk to you through the window. But my window was down, and uh, we had a good three, four-second standoff of me. The window was up. Sorry, the window was up. (laughs) And we had a good three or four-second interaction of me not realizing the window was up. That was pretty smart. Yeah, that that was up at the top of the list. Yeah, that was at the top of the list. I have a dumbest thing I heard. Um, actually, it has nothing to do with the weekend. Okay. Um, so I had to go to the dentist on Thursday. Hate the dentist, by the way. It's the worst. Yeah, but I have a like a permanent retainer behind my bottom teeth in the front. Like after I got my braces off, they cemented a bar to the back of my teeth to keep them from moving. Uh huh. So one of the last couple of times I was at the dentist, I asked him like when I could get that taken out because. Like, my dad had one, and he got his taken out. Uh, I had that thing in there for probably three more years than I had to, just because I didn't go back to the dentist. And the guy was like, oh, yeah, I'll take that out for you. That's a regular thing. (laughs) All right, yep. So I asked him, like, a couple times ago when I was there, you know, when can I get this thing taken out? And he goes, oh, that thing never comes out. You're going to have that forever. (laughs) So I was pretty confused by that. Well, so I go to the dentist on Thursday, you know, get in the chair. He starts looking at my teeth. And one of the first things out of his mouth is, when are you going to get that bar out? <laughs> That's hilarious. He asked you when you were going to get it out. Yeah. Just totally flipped his stance. And then obviously oh, it's the same guy, same guy. Yeah. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah. So I might be getting it out. Like the next time I go to the dentist. No, the next time you go to the dentist, he's going to say that thing <laughs> stays in forever. You know, we can't take that out. What are you talking about? That's hilarious, Matril. Uh, I thought you were, had gone to two different dentists and the second one disagreed with the first. I've nope, never heard of anyone guy. just hanging on to that thing for life. Yeah, you know, I'm a little concerned. Dentist is getting up there in age. <laughs> so <laughs> make it happen quick. Yeah. Not sure. Not sure which one. Yeah, like I like I said, like you said, I think those things are supposed to come out. Yeah. That's my understanding, and that's what my dentist told me. Um, and my orthodontist said the same, for whatever that's worth. Uh, I'll give you one good throwback, dumbest thing I heard, which your story just inspired. I was at the dentist once for this issue that actually made me try the Sensodyne. I think I grind my teeth when I sleep. So some like the last couple of years, anytime I drink cold water... I'm pretty much just suffering. So I was trying the Sensodyne to see if that would provide some relief. And obviously I'm not going to go that route now. But the last time I was at the dentist, I had talked to him about it. And I said, yeah, I I get pain in the back of my molars there. I'm surprised that you didn't tell me I had a cavity or something. And he's like, no, 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 you definitely don't have a cavity. 
and he was just ready to leave the conversation at that. And I go, well, is there anything you can do for that? And this is the quote. He goes, well, I could drill into it and then fill it back up if you want. <laughs> so he just threw that in my court and I okay. followed up with, okay, is that, does that fix the problem? And he said, it might. He just wants your money. I don't know what he wanted. Uh, obviously, I didn't go through with it because it was the most unconvincing technique I've ever heard of. He pretty it much just said, it. like, in casual conversation, like, if you want me to drill into those bad boys, I will. So I just didn't know what to do. Maybe I'll try it. Yeah, it, it might help. Or maybe, like, your dentist, I'll go there next time, and he'll be like, you got to let me drill into those. It'll It'll <laughs> fix you 100%. Or you can ask him and he'll be like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, who the hell are you? What are you doing in my office? <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty dumb one. Yeah. Classic, classic dumbest things you hear at the dentist office. Very relatable. Yeah. I'm actually due for a visit myself here, so maybe I'll have an update shortly. There we go. Can't wait to hear it. Yep. All right, so that's dumbest thing of the week. Um, so now we just have garbage. That's garbage. So what do you have for garbage this week, Matro? I don't I don't have much, but I think the one thing that's grinding my gears is that my body's sore after getting flung around the lake and slamming into the water. Like you should just be able to bounce right back from that. I don't know if it's you know, the human body just wasn't made to skid across water at high speeds or the fact that, you know, I'm I'm getting a little older, can't quite can't quite do things like I used to, but either way, it's some garbage. Agreed. That is garbage. I actually wanted to ask you, it'd be nice to have Zig on here because this is more of a medical question, but you know, like after a good lift sesh or track practice, for example, your legs would just be like very sore the next day, but in the back of your mind, you're thinking like, oh, that's awesome. Like I'm getting stronger. Yeah. Is anything we did there like improving getting stronger or is that all just like collision bad type of sore uh my guess is it's the collision bad type of sore yeah because it i maybe maybe strengthen some muscles like in the shoulders from hanging on to that tube and i guess maybe like strengthen some stabilizer muscles or whatever yeah like just from being tense but other than that i would guess it's just from impact you're probably right like, no one would get into a full-on car crash and then be sore the next day and be like, oh, damn. At least I'm stronger. <laughs> yeah, at least I just toughened up. Now the next <laughs> one won't hurt as bad. Do you remember in uh, at the beginning of football season, there'd be like the first two days of wearing the helmet, your neck would be sore? Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. That and then was you would just, time. I guess, your neck would just get strong enough that you'd be good. It's <laughs> only for like a couple of days, I recall. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So maybe that just means we need to just start doing that every day, just getting wrecked on a tube, and then it won't hurt anymore. Yeah, like two days. You just got to get over the first couple of days of soreness. And... Exactly. All right. I like that. Let's find a lake house somewhere, and somehow we'll just <laughs> Every make day money. after work, we'll just beat each other up. I was going to say, we'll just find a way to make money just slinging around the lake. That, that works, too. I'm not opposed <laughs> to that. <laughs> All right. All right, my garbage is completely unrelated, but it does kind of go back to the people we hate most on the road. My garbage is 
the guy that stands at an intersection and directs traffic with like signs, but he's inadvertently actually slowing the flow of traffic. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Like no one asked for that. And you're standing in the middle of the intersection waving at cars. That is probably something you were never trained to do. And I'm convinced that it slows down the operation probably more often than not. Yeah, that's a good point. I guess I've never really thought about that, but you're probably right. I think we should eliminate it. It's garbage. Yeah, I'll agree with you on that. That is some garbage. All right. Very good. And that's it. So another one in the books, the KD episode. And let's get some more awesome voicemails like that one we got the other night that we played earlier. And where can they leave us more great voicemails, Matro? Start uh, start flooding the hotline garbage heads and international garbage heads yes. in whatever your native language is. Uh, 424-235-4205. That's right. Um, and the social media, if you want to start sending us like some Instagram comments or something in a foreign language, that is at that's underscore garbage. And that ought to do it. So... Congrats on your first ever episode without Zig, natural. Thanks, brother. Uh, we did it. I'm pumped for us, and uh, I'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. Sounds good. Fresh kid C. Fresh kid C. Yes, sir. Fresh kid P. Fresh kid T. Oh, yeah, we back. That's garbage. That's garbage. Yeah. That's garbage. Yeah. That's garbage. That's garbage. And we pretty much amazing. Can we hear your new song, please? I got you. That's garbage. Hey, yo, I once was a kid, all I had was a dream. Money, more problems when I need it, I'm a pal in That garbage. That garbage. That garbage. Wait, is that garbage? Is that garbage? <laughs>